Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. What's going on with that rental? What's going on with that rental? <laughs> um, I've been hanging onto this box for a while, so I was like trying to wear the last of it. You look nice. Thank you. I'm feeling skinny. Yeah, you're doing good. You, don't, you're... don't zoom it on my waist. <laughs> my little muffin top over the top of my jeans. Well, I don't know. Like 15 episodes ago, we were like, Renee wants to go to Croatia. Aww. She's going to get abs. We have, we're going to do meal prep. Zero <laughs> of that has happened. Zero. No meal prep. No. Well. But we moved. Like a lot of other things happened. No, we, we are doing these... Um, like me, the only annoying thing about the meals that, that get sent to us uh-huh. are the fact that it's in a box. Oh, the packaging and the packaging. I mean, yeah. I guess they. I mean, but this is supposed to be like out of other compared to other meal delivery services. This one is supposed to be very like green, and that it's all recycled packaging. And I know you don't like read that stuff, but but it's been it good. Is. I mean, you know, when we're home, we tend to do pretty well. Yeah. It's on the road. It's, it's, it, <laughs> Bring on the nachos and the chicken strips and the comedy club food. And- you know, I was, I was talking, you know, Chief and I, the guy that I, I trained jujitsu with over at Extreme, uh-huh. um, we were having this conversation about um, decision fatigue. What is decision fatigue? Well, decision fatigue is like when, you know, you have two kids and it's like, well, what do we do? How do we do it? Do I hold her? Do I let her walk around? Uh Hey, you know, you got Garrett running around. Well, what do I do with Garrett? And Garrett's going, mom, dad, can I play the tablet? Can I play the the tablet? Can I play, you know, so, so you get decision fatigue so that when you go to the restaurant, you kind of mentally go to your regular go-to, right? You don't, you don't want to look at the menu and go, okay, what, what do I want? Yeah. Right. Instead you zero in on, oh, I always get. Country fried steak. <laughs> yeah. I always get the cheeseburger. I always get the yeah. queso dip. I, you know. Oh, I don't think I do that. Maybe you do because you're always like, Renee, hurry up and make a decision. But I like scour the menu. And the bigger the menu, the more in trouble I am because then it's going to But you still pick the same shit. <laughs> yes. You read the entire menu front and back and then everybody has ordered and then the poor waiter is just staring at you. <laughs> And I'm just like, well, no, you know what? In California, it's so much easier because like in California and I think New York too, they put the calorie counts very obvious on each menu item. And you don't see that very often. No, that does. And that helps because that will deter my decision for sure. Definitely helps. Right. When you can actually read how many calories are. are, What's crazy is when you, when you look at the, the burger selection and then they're like, okay, the burger is 700 calories. Right, but the cheeseburger with the bacon and the avocado. Right, you add french fries and a drink, now you're at 1,500 calories. Yeah. It's crazy to think that How much just changes? adding those fries or whatever, but I have been working very hard to get into better shape. You know, you're looking good. I'm trying, man. I'm, you know, we're, I'm doing, I'm training with Chief and, and trying to watch what I eat and trying to be better. Yeah. Well, well, real quick, before we forget, um, Aztec Chevrolet, we love you. We thank you. It, you yes. know, it, it's crazy. I, I, I walk on stage in Oxnard, uh-huh. and a woman in the front row goes, Aztec Chevrolet. Oh, that's like, awesome. That it has translated to 
all the way to California, you That's know, this, cool. this little dealership in Beeville, Texas, yeah. you know, the little dealership. I love dealership that people are still seeing the commercial. I know it's not playing everywhere, but I need to say, we haven't shared it in a while, so I need to share it on my social media because the commercial uh, was The commercial's great. great. The commercial's yeah. great. But Aztec Chevrolet, we love you. We thank you. And, and they're actually helping Chief out right now. Um, he needs to offload a couple of 15 passenger um, vans. Yeah. And Aztec Chevrolet and, and Trev over there is helping him out. I, I, speaking of that, and I, you know, we were, I, we always kind of do a recap of the week, but uh-huh. you know, here's a guy who has a jujitsu and gymnastics gym. They do an after school program, which is why they have these vans. Yeah. Somebody has come and stole the catalytic converters out of them twice. Well, that happened at Garrett's daycare too. All, like that's why they park the vans under the awning now where the cameras are because someone I think they and they have like six at of them they have a bunch daycare. of them four or six of them yeah 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 at a daycare and I just I don't think they were the only daycare that was targeted it's like they're specifically targeting the daycares I don't well cause well the fifteen passenger vans uh, are the ones that they're targeting okay. right I just don't know how somebody can physically live with themselves. Like you're in front of a daycare stealing. What is the value of a catalytic converter? Well, the reason that people want the catalytic converter. For the girl who leaves all the lights on on her dashboard and doesn't know. It's because it has, um, I want to say like not even a whole ounce, like a quarter ounce of platinum. Platinum? Yes. Which then again, I'm like, okay, so now now you're stealing in front of a daycare in front of a gymnastics school yeah. from obviously children, right? Right. You've stolen this catalytic converter. You now have to go sell it. Who I are you? S- it, right? you? You show up with four catalytic converters. Like, hey, I got four of these. Who, yeah, what, how do you do that? I don't know. Who buys it? it? Yeah, and, that's and, right. and how do these people not get caught? And, and more so, how do they live with it? Are they like repackaging them or something? How do they, how do they, yeah, that's a good question. Who's buying them? I just don't know how somebody can live with themselves. I don't know how somebody can steal from somebody else. Yeah. And then go, go on with their life. Listen, I think, I don't know. I mean, you put yourself in someone else's shoes that, that's a hard one, but obviously it comes from a place of like desperation. I mean, there's things that I've done that even to this day are not as bad as that. Uh-huh. And I still think about, Yeah, you know, I still think about, man, you know, that was mean or, you know, I shouldn't have done that yeah. or, you know, there's things that I've done in my life where, you know, I've forgiven myself, but I still think about them. You know, and I sure, go, oh, sure, man, sure. you know, and, and, and also like stuff that I did as a kid to other kids. Oh, I was going to say, that's right? the one that gets me. Yeah, I think of that, too, because one, you realize how things affect you as a child as you get older. And then you just didn't know better back then. So it's almost like you, you feel even worse about it. Well, I mean, and then just to think of the parent. Right, the parent that, that had to talk their kid through the shitty whatever thing did to them, yeah, shitty thing sure. I did, for right? Sure. Yeah, you know, and I have a hard time, you know, I, I've moved on, and I'm happy that I've moved on, and I'm working to continue to move on, but yeah. I, I've never stole anything, much less stealing from 
a daycare. Oh, I remember I took, you know, like when you would check out, I think it was La Tendita and Gregory, actually. You remember the little market? Yeah. And at the front, they would keep like candy on the counter and like bubble gum. And I grabbed a piece of bubble gum out of the thing and walked out of the store with my parents and didn't pay for it. And my mom realized when I got in the car and she made me walk back in and give them, because I hadn't opened it yet, right. give them the bubble gum back. And I was just like mortified. The <laughs> embarrassment of like, you know, because I was such a little perfectionist, the embarrassment right. of having to like go back in and give them and, the bubble and, gum. And that was it. I never sold anything more than one cent bubble gum after that. But you were a kid. I was a kid, yeah. And you still remember that. For sure I remember that. These are grown adults rolling up to a daycare or a church because churches have yeah, child care. a church and they're stealing from these people like I, it, it's just you know and not only do they do it once to extreme they did it twice and they had them on video i don't know i just hope that it is a, a world where like i said it comes from a place of desperation and they really needed it and a daycare doesn't seem like a person or children. It's a well, it goes back to your nondescript wedding. business and they really needed to sell those catalytic converters to feed their family. Like, I mean, it's like your wedding ring. Yeah. Who walks away with these red wedding rings as a maid or a housekeeper and walk into a pawn shop, take the money and then sleep. Oh, at night? I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to think about it. Which by the way, I got you another one. Are I'm you even wearing it? <laughs> Good God. I'm home. I haven't left the house yet. <laughs> the look of disappointment in his eye. <laughs> no, I just, I just think, you know, if I didn't wear a red, wedding ring, how my wife would. Yeah. I haven't left the house. I've been home. Um, so, I, you know, I just think about. And that's another thing you think about, too. You look back at you know, elementary school, junior high, high school. And, and when you're a kid and there was always that kid that was kind of disturbed, mm -hmm. you know, the kid that dressed in black, yeah, right. The kid that was in the back in the corner, just quiet. Okay. And when you're a kid, you sit there and you go, what a weirdo. Right. Uh -huh. And then you, as you become an adult, you're like, man, that kid probably did not have a good home situation. Oh, I was like, where are you going with this no, conversation? But you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. you know, as you become an adult, you go... You start to understand why underst people... That that kid was... How was, things show themselves. Right, that kid was reaching out. That kid was expressing him or herself with, yeah. you know, the piercings in the face or the... Right. You know, and, and look, I'm not generalizing. I don't want somebody to go, hey, I had piercings and I was just a... a, a I had great parents. Well, I mean, I'm saying in general, right? Right. I'm not saying that you can have great parents and still want to ask for attention. Like, right. You know, I, I, yeah. what I, I'm just before somebody goes, wow, you know, just cause you have a, uh, you dyed your hair black and tried to slit your wrist. Doesn't mean, right. You know, but coming from the guy who's like always wears muscle shirts. So his two giant tattoos, I have more than two giant tattoos, but, um, no, I mean, look, I, I've been through a lot in my life. My tattoos are definitely an expression. Yeah. You know, I have been through, more than most. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to get into it here, but, you know, yes, my tattoos are definitely an expression of, of who I am. Yeah. Right. And, and I am a little rough around the edges. I am a little, 
um, gruff. I feel like gruff calloused. is a good word to describe calloused, you. if yeah. you will. Right. Yeah. But it just makes me sad when I think that there's people out there that, that are professional thieves. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't even walk. Like if somebody gives me too much change, <laughs> I go back. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I also know that whoever that cadre, they have to account for that at the end of the work day. So you're yeah. essentially, you're not stealing from, H-E-B, you're not stealing no, you're from Kroger. No, you're taking out of their paycheck. You're, you're stealing from them personally yeah. because when they turn their drawer in and the manager goes, hey, you're a 50 short. Yeah. They're going to let it go maybe once. But if it happens again, that person could lose their job. Yeah. Right? So I always think about that. And I always go back. I also think about when I go to a fast food restaurant, you know, and, and I try to teach Garrett this, that we throw our stuff away. Yeah. Right? We don't just leave it there. It's a fast food restaurant. Right. When, when we're done. Now, obviously, we don't wipe down the table. Oh, my God. Can I tell you, know? you, I feel so bad about that right now, now that we have Delilah. Like, with Garrett, when he was a baby, I felt feel like you and I could, between, we could pick up the floor, you know, we could fix no. the table. But now with Garrett and Delilah, there's like, not that Tornado he's terrible, came through, dude. but yes, I feel so guilty every time we leave a restaurant. That's why I overtip. I overtip now that we have Delilah, like just little Tasmanian devil, <laughs> like screw it. She just rice. Fuck it. Uh, hey, let's get the rice. Fuck I feel like it. we were like, so on it with Garrett. And no, now like no, and, two, and it's, it's hard with that, two. That makes me laugh too, because you, you're always like, well, Garrett was this or Garrett was that. I'm like, your memory's different. I think, I think parents, you know, once you've been through it uh-huh. and look back, yeah. it, it's different. But Garrett was just as bad. Garrett would go in there and, and there'd be food everywhere. You know. I feel like Garrett would let me feed him. And Delilah does not. Delilah has to do it herself. So it's just like, all right, kid, as long as food gets in your mouth and you eat, like But I definitely tip more. You know, but but even like I look at these parents sometimes and I'm like, do you even ever think of others? I was at the airport and you know, there's the glass, these big windows to look out. Mm-hmm. And this baby, it's not even a baby, it's like a three-year-old, uh-huh. is just rubbing that window all filthy. And the parents are just letting this kid do it. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, are you not thinking about the person that has to clean that window? Yeah. Are you not thinking that, hey, dummy, that window doesn't clean itself? Somebody has to clean it. I don't let Garrett do that. I don't let Delilah do that because I'm thinking, yeah. hey, there's somebody that has to clean that. Yeah. You know, it's like the Pitbull concert, Yeah, so remember? instead, our, our kid is crawling on the filthy floor with her hands over yes. I mean, at least the windows are cleaner. To build up immunity. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I think about these parents that, that they don't, that they think that everybody's there to serve their child. And it's like, no. You're, you as a parent have the responsibility to keep your kid from filthying up that window that somebody cleaned and somebody's going to have to clean. Yeah. You know, and, and that's one of the things that, that I really try hard to teach Garrett is to be aware. Yeah. To think of others. You yeah, know, we, how, do, we do. How many times do you come down an escalator and there's two people just standing right in front of the exit of the escalator talking and it's like move the fuck out of the way 
You know, if, if me, you, if I'm at an airport and I need to stop and regroup or check my phone, yeah. I move to the wall. Oh, even when we go through TSA, we try to be like really quick and move out of the way. And we try to grab our bins instead of like be the people that stand there in front of the bin while everyone's waiting for their stuff, putting you, on you their shoes, think, putting right. their belt back in, putting on their jacket. Like, but yeah. I th- you know, we, I, I, we live in a world of the self-entitled. We live in a world where I'm the most important person on planet Earth. My opinions are the only opinions. And yeah. people don't think of others. And it drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Especially at a, you know, an outdoor mall or um, the airport. Where it's like, why are you standing? <laughs> There's five of you. And you've all decided to stop and fucking talk in the middle? Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? And it drives me crazy. How do we get on this topic anyway? Just, I don't know, people stealing and and me trying to like hope that the people that do listen to this podcast go spread the good word. Yeah. Or maybe there's that person that has no clue and goes, oh shit, I do that. Yeah. I let my kid rub their hands all over a window. It's the TSA one. Maybe it's because we just traveled, but it's the TSA one that makes me crazy. That's the one that makes me crazy. Oh, the idiots. Idiots. Bunch of idiots. morons. A lot mm-hmm. of morons in the world. Um, especially in, 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 I mean, the, you know, I always know when I'm flying in or out of Austin yeah. or Los Angeles. It was so funny because wasn't last week the week you complained about TSA? Yes. And then this week traveling, I got a full body pat down. Oh, yeah. Like they asked me if I wanted to go to a back well, room because it was legit full body. How about pat flying down. back from Los Angeles? We've got the baby uh-huh. and Garrett. Yes. Right? And me and you. Uh-huh. You have two diaper bags. A backpack and a diaper a bag. A backpack and a diaper and bag. And then I'm wearing the baby right? in the backpack. We're in the bulkhead, which is the very front row. So our oh. bags cannot sit in front of us. Right. And everybody else put their bags where we're supposed to have our bags. Yes. Right? Yeah. So we get into our seat. We're in, we're in one A, B, and E or uh-huh. whatever it was. Yeah. Right? So we get in there a little, not late, but, you know, a little behind. Right. And oh, because I got stuck at TSA with the full body pat down, t- testing the formula bottle. All speaking of not thinking of others, right? Yeah. All their bags, and, and I'm here. We are with a baby, and I, I end up having to put our bags like three, four, four rows back, four, five rows back. The diaper bag, like the thing I need access and, to. And what was yeah. crazy is all the people sitting there, not a word. Yeah. Not a fucking word. Not, oh my gosh, you have a baby. Let me move my bag to make room for you. Yeah. So that you guys can have access to the things that you need for your baby. No, not a word. <laughs> just very quiet. Just... I could tell you were so annoyed. And I'm loud. I'm like, I guess we'll put our baby bag back here. <laughs> hoping that somebody would be a decent human being flying from Los Angeles to Austin. Which, by the way, aren't these the two places where they claim to care about people? (laughs) Aren't they the ones that claim to be the most thoughtful and the most uh, caring people? Yeah. Aren't aren't these the people that get on TV and and social media and go, think think of others. Think of others. Meanwhile, 
we're five rows back to put our, our diaper bag. And by the way, my backpack, I'm an able-bodied person, but the mommy with the baby, yeah. can we not get the diaper bag above her head? Yeah. Because I assure you, and I've done it before, I assure you, if I see that situation, I go... You're moving your bag. I go, what can I do to help you? Yeah. What can I do to make your situation easier or more comfortable? Yeah. You know, if I see a mom by herself with a baby and the stroller and the whole thing. Oh, I know you're always like, can I help you load your groceries? Like if they're I'm, trying to get something I'm on in the it. car. Like, yeah. I'm on it. I'm paying attention. Yeah. If she needs help, I'm going to help her because I have been there. I have seen my wife with a baby traveling and I know how hard it is. So I'm ready there for the assist. Yeah. I'm ready there to help, you know, but the sad part is we've gotten to the point where Sometimes I'm afraid to ask a woman if she needs help these days because I have been scolded, you know, What? where I've been like, hey, can I help you put your bag up there? Excuse me. Can I not do it? Oh, shit. Like I was just being nice. Nice. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to be friendly. And you're freaking scolding me. Yeah. It's a sad world. No. Oh, but we had a great time in Oxnard. We did. We did had a we had a a, a wonderful time. Yeah. Although I felt like the the trip when the trip started, you were like, "Why do I travel with my family?" Because <laughs> you were I shouldn't laugh, but you were like so exhausted. But it got better, right? As the weekend went on, it wasn't that terrible traveling with your family. I will say that that um, water. Um, yes. I will say that. Oh, look at that! An Aztec Chevrolet cup. Um, I will say that one kid plus one kid does not make two kids. <laughs> as far as travel goes, yeah, no, no. I remember when we just traveled oh with God. Garrett and I would share it on Instagram and I'd be like, look, it's easy. Like, do you do this? You do that? No, you're, it is, it's different with two. Traveling so, is definitely much harder with so two. So just to catch everybody up, the whole family went to Oxnard, yep. um, California to do my gigs over there. And we traveled without Miss Betty. It yes. was just... Um, no behind the scenes Betty. Yep. Just if you ain't blood, you ain't going. Well, Timmy <laughs> went, but Timmy's not much of a nanny. Um, and and we, we, we went as a family. And I think Renee here, uh, which makes her Captain Evil, sometimes she forgets that mm-hmm. I have to work at night. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like, well, let's go here and let's go there and let's do this. And I'm no. like... Uh, that's not fair. I wake up with the kids, obviously, and I try and get them out of the hotel room and we go do an activity so that you at least have two quiet but hours. By, in but the by then, it's like I've already been woken up and, and Renee's over well, there. That's hard and, when we're all and, in one hotel and room. And Renee's over there speaking, wife. Okay, kids, <laughs> let's, let's give daddy a break. <laughs> daddy needs a break. I guess mommy will do it. I do not do that. I do not do that. And I'm just laying there like, I'm sorry that I have to work. I'm sorry. No, we just have loud children, both of them. And I'm constantly having to tell Garrett, whisper, let daddy sleep. Whisper, let daddy sleep. And he'll start to whisper and then he... He can't help it. Turn on the fan, will you? Do you mind? It's a little warm. The fan? Does it get loud in here? Want me to turn on the fan? We had it on the other day when it was blowing out your candles. Oh, that's right. Um... But it was it was a good weekend and and um, so happy to see the people we got to see. 
Yes. Um, you know what it made me realize? Because we got to catch up with a lot of friends. Don and Jeff came. Our good friends, the Baileys, came. My sister and her husband are currently in San Diego while he's doing some training. So they came. My girlfriend, Christina, drove up from L.A. I got to see my girlfriend, Mia, who just has a new baby. And it made me realize that, like, as much as I loved going to California, um, it's not L.A., that I miss. The it's people. the people. Of like course. it was so good to get to see all those people. And Jen and Jeremy are, you know, they've they've been such good friends of ours. Um, and we've kind of watched their kids grow up and they yeah, because up, of COVID we hadn't seen those we hadn't kids. Seen them. Well and then it's like, oh my gosh, dude, Mia and Yolanda shows up with makeup and, and looking like a girl and I'm like, what? It's like <laughs> You know, and, and, and it's like it's like my nieces, they they grow up too fast, man, and you're just like, Whoa, what like you know, you're not cutesy and funny and, and awkward. You're this, oh, I have makeup on and you know, and I mean it's it's cool to see them grow up too, but Yeah. You know, we and then you know Oh and the weather. That's what I missed. I missed the weather. The weather was How nice. How nice and pleasant was we it? We tried to make it out to Solvang. Um, but the Baileys weren't able to we get, got a late get start. it together. We got a late start. Because I have to work and yeah. come back. But Solvang is such a cool little town. I'm glad your sister went. I'm, I'm glad, glad that... Central Coast is, I think actually, like that Solvang, Santa Inez, is probably my, one of my favorite parts of California. I mean, I love San Diego too. Oh, look. But from, I love from, that Central Valley, Santa Inez, the wine tasting. Oh, the 101 the, freeway from Santa Barbara... Or Oxnard, from Oxnard, yeah. once you come over that hill. From, Ventura, that I, area, yeah. I recommend to anybody to drive the 101 and just stop along the way. Yeah. Paso Robles. That's the bummer about the train. The Amtrak train runs right there along the Pacific coast, but you can't get on and off. Like, I right. wish you had the Nicole ability to do that on the train. Off. Yeah. But, you know, Pebble Beach is out there in... in um, Monterey and, and Carmel. Yeah. And you can keep going, skip San Francisco, and then go. Well, stop, oh, stop I for like a day. San Francisco. Stop for a day. I like San Francisco. Stop for a day, go see the full house, house, yeah. go see the, the bridge. What is it, Pier have, 39? Pier with the 39. Have, have a nice meal because the food in, in San Francisco is, is amazing. Phenomenal. And expensive. But then keep going to Napa. I've never done Napa. Have you done Napa? I did a show in, in Napa years ago okay. when I, I didn't drink wine. Oh. But it was beautiful. Yeah. And it was a little chilly, but it was beautiful. And I'd like to do it with you if yeah. we can't um, maybe get away sometime. Yeah. So anybody in Napa that would like to have a raunchy uh, tattooed comedian <laughs> perform at your winery... <laughs> Pre yeah, yeah, uh, preferably yeah. duck horn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't discriminate anywhere in Napa, Sonoma County, right? Anywhere in the county. What's the county? Is it Sonoma County? I'm all county? about it. All, but we had a good time, and and the shows were great. I, I I really wish that attendance had been better. Yeah. Um, but the club's going through a lot. That county specifically, they're open, they're closed, they're. 50%, they're 100%, well, you're a bar, you're not a restaurant, you're a restaurant, you're not a bar. I mean, yeah. so, you know, they went through a lot to even have a show. So it was nice to um, perform in California again. Yeah. However, I wish that, that you know, and I mean, they had they ended up with a bunch of refunds. You Did know, they? Pe 
people were just. I feel not like the people it. who came out though were so excited to see you. I didn't get to go to all the shows, but the ones I did get to go to, I feel like people were so excited to be there. And, and then, and then and Garrett you. sang uh, "One Man oh, Band" melt my by, heart. by Old Dominion. Yes, and uh, you guys, if you don't know that song, you have to listen to it. It's a great song. And then afterwards, he stands outside for his tips. You know. Oh, he, he was like, he kept telling because Timmy was coming into the green room during your set. And he asked Timmy, he said, how long is dad going to be on stage? And Timmy's like, oh, he's got a while, but it's going to be, it's going to be about an hour. Okay. Well, he said I could go out and sell merch with you when you sell merch. He goes, okay. So then Timmy would come back in. Timmy, is it time to go out? It's time to go out. He's no, all about Garrett. it, dude. He's like, I'll come get you when it's time, Garrett. So he's he did. A, he's all about it. We, we, we take his money from him and you know, we do a 60, 40 rule here at the house where he's allowed to spend 40% has to save 60%. And we, we talk about that all the time. Like, I didn't take his money this time. Did you get it? I don't know where it is. I haven't got it yet. I'm going to have to ask him. It's probably in his jean pocket. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to ask yeah, him. Yeah, we'll have but, to figure that out. But I always feel like my dad taught me so many things. You know, my dad taught me how to be a man, how to be thoughtful, how to work hard. Yeah. Right? How to always try and do the right thing. You know, dad showed me um, how to be, handle my responsibilities, how to sacrifice for your family and work. Dad showed me a lot of things. Yeah. But he never showed me finance. He never showed me how to handle how to plan money, right? How much you're supposed to save, how much you're supposed to spend. Mm -hmm. And I think about, you know, all the jobs I've had where I was making crazy amounts of money for a kid right. and not saving it. And now I spent all you know? my summer job money on bags and shoes. You know, and I look at, <laughs> right, and I look at, um, you know, Cousin Abel, and Abel bought a house when he was 19. That's crazy. Because his dad was like, hey, you're making money, this is how it works, and you're going to buy a house. That, that's, that's like crazy. I mean, it's amazing, awesome. but that's it's amazing. Awesome. But you know, it, I mean, how long did it take us to figure out, oh, wait a minute, we can buy a house. Well, we also lived in LA where the price of a home was like Impossible. even a condo, you yeah. know? But you know, to, to, to understand, hey, this is how it works. Yeah. This is how credit works. This is how you build up credit. Right. Right. A lot of this people don't know that. This is how you ruin credit. Yeah, Why? Well, <laughs> I, I learned I learned early on how to ruin credit. That was that was the easy part. But that's I mean that's one of the things that Renee and I would like to really really stress on our children is, and, and I love it. Well, they talk about know. that. Like I, I know you didn't go to college, but they talk about how like they don't even really teach that in college. Like unless you're in like an economics or finance class, I don't know how they don't teach that in high those school. Very basic life skills. How do they not teach that in high school? Right, like the home, like that's that should be home economics. Right, they should be teaching you in high school, like, hey, this is how you save. This is how the market works. This yeah. is how investing works. This is how, you know, I, I think they taught us how to write a check. And that really? was it's that cool, was the yeah. extent of uh, of the whole thing. I mean, here's here's Garrett, five years old, going, Dad, I want a bank account. Yeah. Because we talk about it. Right. And, and he hears me on the phone all the time talking real estate, talking business, talking stand up yeah. contracts. Right. Right. To the point where as a five year old, he asks questions sometimes that are finance or money related. And they make me a little uncomfortable because I don't 
Uh, not, not that I don't know how to explain to him, but I feel like, you know, things with finance are private. And so I don't want him going and asking those questions to other people. How much does your dad make? You know what I mean? Yes, but we talked about that too. It's like, you have to answer him when he has questions, you know, like, you know, he's like, dad, how many houses do we have? I tell him. And then I explain to him, Hey, this is how it works. Well, are they our houses? He knows Robert, you know, in one of our rent houses. And he's like, so, so is it Mr. Robert's house? And I have to explain to him, well, as long as he's paying rent, it's his house. Yeah. But ultimately, we own the house, right? And, and we make rent so that we can have somebody. He has a lot know, of questions about that. He does. He asks a lot of questions, and, and I'm glad that he asks those questions. Yeah. Because he hears us talking, and he hears. And, and that attitude to me is wrong, where you go, well, I don't want to share that with a five-year-old, yeah. you know? Well, no, it's just, it's complicated. And he, the way he will process it in his head and go and articulate it to someone else can be very different than how I explained it to him. And so it's more how, which I also probably shouldn't care about, but how are other people going to perceive it, you know? Well, no, I'm sure. But, but at the same time, I want him to know how things work. Of course. Right. I want him to know what we're doing. Right. You know, when he asks questions like, well, why can't we go to Rockport this weekend? Well, we're renting it. Oh, like to somebody like Robert? Well, no, son. We, we Airbnb it, which is short-term rentals. And then I explain to him how it works. Yeah. A lot of people don't give kids credit. Yeah, but when he asks, how much did dad make this weekend? Like, I mean, stuff like that. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, no, but I don't tell him stuff like that. But right? he, he asked me that question the other day. But, but How much does dad make when he goes to work? Like, he wants to know, this man is leaving for five days. <laughs> is it worth it? But, you know, I'm, I'm also hammering home to him that, you know, when, when he asks questions like that, I go, money doesn't matter. Yeah. I tell him, money doesn't matter. I want my family to be healthy and happy. I want a roof over their head. You know, I t- I, yeah. we talk about that all the time. And then recently, you know, because at night when I put him to bed, I'm constantly talking about being a good man to him. Yeah. Right? I'm constantly talking about working hard and never quitting. Yes. Right? I mean, it's every day. It Even is so every, little, I think the mantra is really important. Every single day. He'll grow up identifying with that. Right? Yeah. And the other day I said, hey, son, have you thought about what you what you want when you grow up? Yeah. You know, and he you know, he goes, Dad, I want to I want a little family. Uh He goes, I don't need much. He goes, I need a roof over my family's head. Yeah. You know, and and I want my uh, my family to be healthy, Dad, and I want to work hard. Right. And he goes, you know, just a house like this one. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, oh, so shit. Clear. So yeah. clear. <laughs> um, oh. But, but, you know. You know what I tell Delilah? Because we always tell Garrett, work hard and never quit. And not that hers can't be the same, but I kind of like that there's a different one for both kids. So I tell Delilah at night, I've already started telling her, you got style, you got grace, you got whatever it takes. So she knows. Well, I mean, that's another thing, too, is making sure that, that her being pretty isn't her only identity. For sure. Right. I tell, when I tell her, oh, you look pretty, you look so smart. I say them both at the same time. Yeah. You have to push that. Hey, are you smart? Yeah. Are you intelligent? Yeah. I took that from my, from my girlfriend, Pam. Yeah. You know, so, you know, finance, have those conversations with your kids. Yeah. You know, start them early with a system of, hey, you've got a hundred dollars here that you got for your birthday. Where's it going? What are we going to do with it? And and how much of it are we going to save? Right? So that you don't get the idea that, ooh, I just got $100. 
total for my birthday, I'm going to go spend $100. Right. No, it's, hey, buddy, you got $40. Yeah. Right? $60 gets saved. You now have $40 so that their mind begins to live that way. Yeah. And understand that, hey, all this money is not to be spent. You know what? I forgot what it was. Melissa told me about it, and we did it for the kids. There's, um, there's like this website that when you, you can send, like if you're having it for Christmas or their birthday or whatever to the family members, you can send them this link and there's the ability to put money, you can choose, you can put money in a bank account or if they play their sports or their piano lessons or whatever, you can put money towards that. Like there are different cool ways that you can gift for an annual membership to the Children's Museum. Yeah, I remember or, that website. I forget what, what the name of it was, but it was cool. But it's like, you know, Garrett's birthday's coming up and we're going big. This is the big year. Yes. And we have to make that decision. Can you tell as I'm to, like trying to contain my excitement because I haven't don't want to scare plans. Steve yet. You haven't made any plans. Oh, I got big plans. Um, but, you know, do we want people bringing 50 toys? No. We don't need 50 toys. Yeah. You know, so maybe on the invitation saying, hey, make a donation. Yeah. Donate to this. Yeah. You know, bring him something under... X amount. You know, we had a friend who did that. They said um, it was a $5 gift. So you either bring $5 or a $5 gift and a handmade card because a card alone costs five bucks. So like why spend the money on a birthday card? Just have the kid make one, you know? Right. Um, But it was just bring $5 and the kid knew they were going to collect all their $5 bills and then do something with it. Right. I mean, I think uh, uh, Landry and Fiona... They had big plans to buy an Oculus. Was that what it was? Yes, and they were joining forces with yeah. their birthday. Money, that was cool. That was cool that to see you know two kids go. Hey, we want something big. Let's do this together, uh-huh. right? And then <laughs> Trey was smart because Trey was like, "Well, I'll pitch in too because I want to. <laughs> I want to play. I want to be a partner. I want to be a partner in the <laughs> Oculus uh, situation here. Listen, but, kids, you're gonna need games. <laughs> great weekend in Oxnard, and then this weekend. I have a private event, yeah. and then the next weekend after that, I have a private event, and then I'm doing San Jose, California, and I'm just praying that that things chill out and yeah. that we can. That's all... where we were when it shut down, right? We were in um, Pleasanton, California. Oh, okay. Uh, we were at Tommy T's. Yeah. In in Pleasanton, California, when it when it shut down, and I'm just hoping that that people feel comfortable enough to come out, and I hope things chill out because I got Vegas. Right around the corner. Yes. And if tickets, I, are, I think the press release goes out today. Tickets if, go on sale. Uh, people have been asking. So thank you for yeah. asking. We're, 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 we're doing videos. We're doing all kinds of promo because we're going big. So keep an eye out. We're going to do a mass email to everybody that has signed up Yeah. to let them know that Vegas, because Vegas is one of those that I don't have to be in your city for you to make plans to come and right, see me. Right, it's a destination. This is, hey, let's go. Come on out. Come to, it's NFR week, National Finals Rodeo. I'm at the Mirage. Let's do it. I'm excited for you. Oh, and then, um, who was it that, that hit me? Jamie. Jamie's so sweet. Jamie Cruz. Uh-huh. She's the best. And we love you, Jamie. She sent me a picture that she got her old salt coffee in. Oh, that's awesome. She's, you know, Jamie's just the best. And she's yeah. such a supporter and loves her family so much. And um, she sent me a picture. She's like, my coffee came in. <laughs> so oldsaltcoffee.com. You're going to buy coffee anyway. 
Yes. You might as well buy it from veterans, all right? OldSaltCoffee.com, Trevino 10, T-R-E-V-I-N-O 10. So what else? We're, we're like already at our time, aren't we? I thought, that, I thought that was you wrapping it up because I could have gone on and talked about Oxnard forever and ever. I had such a good time with the kiddos. I had a great time. And, and, and I'm like, when do we get to travel again? And I think Steve's like, whoa. Put well, the I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about how great Oxnard is because then, right. then all the L.A. vultures are going to come oh. to Oxnard and they're going to come. Oxnard people are going to be no, like, thanks a I lot. So dude. But you know what? We really lucked out. That comedy club was super cool. There was literally this amazing playground right across from the comedy club. There were fountains turtle ponds. with turtles and fish. I mean, we could not have asked for a better situation. It was really great. And the, I got the, to walk into shops and go shopping. The weather was amazing. And then, of course, <laughs> Garrett, Garrett goes, Dad, can we go to one of those places where you where you cook? on the ta- at the table which is you know the korean barbecue uh-huh. and i go yeah buddy we can we can do that so we all went to korean barbecue which is a lot of fun yeah he's flipping well some i mean there's like a my anxiety like a little bit of it stresses me out i'm like you don't just sit and enjoy your meal like you got to make sure you're not burning it but luckily garrett well garrett it. was on it and he's like uh he would take it with the tongs and go bagogi bagogi <laughs> who needs bagogi who needs bagogi it's ready who needs bagogi? <laughs> Bagogi with the tongs. Yeah, they had the tongs. Bagogi? You need bagogi? <laughs> and you got everybody would play along. Oh, Garrett, could I get a little more bagogi over here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I got it. And he looked at me. Is it cooked, Dad? Is it cooked? I'm like, yeah, buddy, that one's ready to go. And he was all about the bagogi and the brisket. I got brisket here. I yeah. cooked some brisket. It was awesome. Uh, we had a great time with you guys in Oxnard. Thank yes. you for the continued support, man. And then, you know, I'm really trying, guys, to push Captain Evil over here to put out more stuff. And it's impossible to get her to commit and accomplish no, you, no, no, anything. No. Oh, hush your mouth. It's not about that. It's for me, the, I mean, look, Delilah is nine months and she already is like swiping on a phone. And not because I'm the mama that just like hands her my phone, but because the reality of the situation is she sees humans staring at screens okay, all day first long of all, in their life it's not on my website because renee was going to take the lead and she did in the beginning on what but now i have a drawer full of captain evil cups that renee's not selling <laughs> so show everybody your captain evil cup they are for sale and the way that you can buy them is to hit Renee up on Instagram. Well, because baby, they're like, they're handmade. So we just, we don't have that many. Yeah, we do. There's a whole bunch in there. And then what really sucks is, you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I know exactly what's going to happen. Tell me what's going to happen. After this airs, Uh people are going to hit you up on Instagram. Yeah. And you're not going to answer. And then they're going to hit me up and be like, hey, I hit up Renee. I'm not getting a response. So well, that's the other thing is start I start with Renee <laughs> messaging, and then when she doesn't respond, you didn't even let me finish what yeah. I was saying. What I was saying about baby staring, you're like, you want to talk about anything else? Yes. What I was saying is Delilah's like already very well aware of the phone, and I just I'm trying to make sure that my time with the children is not when I'm with them, I am present with them. I just think that's important. So yes, it means I respond to messages at midnight and emails and things like that. Don't shake your face at me like that. You're so good. She fell and hit her head yesterday because you were fussing on your phone. You are so good on this podcast. You're so good at what I would like to do is hang out with my children. 
basically saying, I'm not like Steve. <laughs> I, I spend my time with the children because that's where I would like to spend my time. No, yes, Steve responds to you because he doesn't do shit with the kids. He just checks his messages. You said it, baby, not me. No, no, no. I'm, oh, I can't even talk anymore. You're just good. No, I can't even talk You're anymore. You're good. And then you know what the best part is? Jennifer noticed. Jennifer Bailey. That I never answered my phone. No, she was like, because I don't have dude, it on she me. was cracking up. She was like, Steve, oh my God. The way Renee plays it on the podcast is hilarious. I go, I know, Jen. I go, you see it? And she's like, oh, my God. She's not like that with you at all. I seem like I really like you on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. and I dude, Jennifer, Jennifer, dude, Jennifer called you out. She was like, oh, my God. I watched the podcast. I and Renee on the podcast. And Jennifer was like, Renee no, was, I'm afraid they're going to think I'm mean. Jennifer was like, oh, my God. Renee's so good. Mm. And I'm like, I know. Renee is very good. Very good. <laughs> At, at making people, oh, Renee, how do you do shut it? Shut your mouth. How do you oh, put up shut with your Steve? Mouth. I love you. You look fantastic. I don't know if I love you anymore. Even, even, even without the wedding ring, you look <laughs> great. And, and people, people have been asking if if we would show them around our new home, and I think we might yeah. um, once we get things in order. Yeah, um, we we still have, we still have some boxes. This this room is. Still not there. Not even close. So we're, we're working hard to um, to get things together here at the house. But you know what? This house, I mean, we moved into this house, and it's very finished. So I feel like my thing is I love to show zhuzhing up spaces and fixing things. So um, so this house is very finished. Um, yes. So we will possibly um, do a little tour maybe Yeah. and, and show people... Um, but it scares me too. It, it scares me to show the house and and make people feel like we're we're bragging or we're showing off, you know, because because we're not. Feels we're, a little too MTV Cribs. Yeah, we're proud. I'm very proud, you yeah. know, and I'm very proud of of what me and you have accomplished together and and from where we came from to here. So it, it is right. There's like this weird space of like we share so much already. Well, um, when people come over, I'm all excited. I'm like, come on, you want a tour? And I'm like, I, I don't know if I should be doing that. Like, yeah. But I get excited because yeah, I'm proud. No, I'm I really know. proud. And this, this house is really a dream come true. So we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And we're working very hard to not miss a week, even though um, Renee is busy with the children. <laughs> and I do nothing. I am Renee with an A on Instagram. No, I am Renee with an A. I know. I'm trying to give you. Oh. And she makes everything so complicated. I am Renee with an A. So it is I A M R E N A E. Uh huh. W I T H A N A. Which actually really looks like I am Renee with Anna. <laughs> But I think Captain Evil might I would be love tainted. to see you with Anna. Are there any hot Annas out there? <laughs> I am Steve Trevino. That is Captain Evil. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>